0: breaker podcast now welcome to the dice breaker podcast look we've had a couple of weeks off uh we're still getting over the sherry and mince pies and turkey and so on uh hello welcome it's 2022 it's it's not 2021 anymore hooray uh, so it's, it's a different year uh it's the dice break podcast it's the first one of the new year uh i'm matt jarvis i am joined Always by two of the team, Liv Kennedy, welcome back, welcome to the year 2022, Liv Kennedy, how are you Whoa, doing?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm here, <laughs> hi, yeah, thank you for welcoming me, uh, it's great to be here in 2022 with you and someone else
0: And the <laughs> mysterious uh, person who of course needs an introduction is Alex Meehan, hello Alex.
1: Someone else Someone <laughs> else <laughs> Like and that is me, and is also here! I didn't want to take like, over the introductory job! I wanted to be like... Ooh, 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 ooh. Like <laughs> the ghost at the feast! <laughs> yeah, the ghost yeah, we, uh, we start
2: 2022 20, as we mean to go on. Uh, fumbling in the dark. Uh, but being very charming about it.
0: Fumbling in the dark sounds like a spin-off of Blades in the Dark. You just, <laughs> like, you fail every roll. You I'd need a 20 it. to succeed on any test. So Ooh. you're constantly fumbling in the dark. That's
1: how I will play Blades um, in the Dark for the first time
0: when it happens. It also
2: <laughs> sounds like a sequel to that song uh, Dancing in the Dark, right?
0: Dancing in the Dark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dancing yeah. in the Dark, Fumbling in the Dark, Blades in the well. Dark. The three the three stages of <laughs> the something. Whole of the Trinity. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a viewers are you, like of... you captioned that picture.
1: Love, betrayal. and you know
0: and yeah. And, and, um, yeah. Please. Uh we're we're here. Uh if you've if you've somehow forgotten in the, the weeks that we weren't here, uh it's the Dice Break Podcast. We are here to chat about board games and tabletop RPGs and all sorts of tabletop games, as well as a load of other stuff that probably will come up in conversation. And hey, if you missed the podcast that went up over the holidays, maybe go and check them out. We chatted about some of our favorite games of last year. Uh and then we had an episode where we didn't really chat about any games at all because it was like a day later and we'd already spoken about everything so we just kind of nad on about something else yeah. i think we spoke about like, our favorite christmas games which leads me into whoa, whoa. look at that a professional a true professional uh leads me into this transition as i ask Lou Candy Hey, what did you play over the what did you play over the holidays? What have you been playing recently? Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, now I've been playing some stuff. I've been playing um, what I would say isn't is equally distributed between board games and between video games. But I'll leave with the board games because that's what we do here. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I talked about it briefly last year, but like over the Christmas break, um, me and my partner Chloe like actually properly played Descent, like properly. <laughs> um uh which is the Legends of the dark which is which was released last year um, indeed yes um and yeah no we didn't just you know get to the very end of the tutorial and then stop immediately uh no we um have played through it and it's so good it's so good Matt it's very good
0: <laughs> yeah I'm glad you're enjoying it because uh, I reviewed it for the site last year mm. uh, and I've been very intrigued to see what your experience is like because I think that's one of the cool things about it is mm-hmm. depending on what you choose to do and the characters you're playing and so on, you could have a very different kind of Mm. experience to uh, what I had.
1: Yeah, totally. No, I I didn't realize there would be so much choice involved, because I I love a good I love a good um, moral quandary, and it's always presented me with those and I love that. Um, And I was, so you have the four, you have four initial characters, and then you have two, that um, come along a bit later, and I thought they were going to come along way later, but they're like basically right there after the tu- tutorial. So I was like, great. Um, and they're wonderful to play. It's like a cat boy. It's a cat boy. Yeah, Chase. What? Yeah. Is it Chase or uh, Chance? One of them.
0: Oh, Chance, sorry. they yeah. uh, got Chase on the brain. Uh, shout <laughs> out to Chase. I uh, hope you enjoy your holidays. It yeah. uh, Chance, yes, it is Chance. Yes, I played a lot of Chance. Chance was my kind of go to. Yeah. Uh, character
1: mm-hmm. he's basically a rogue and i love that stuff um but yeah that was fantastic you got like a uh dwarven lady of color and she kicks ass uh, kicks butt rather um it's been a while <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, you can say ass uh, can i say ass
0: you've already <laughs> yeah. said ass so she it's out ass. there <laughs>
1: um yeah so <laughs> so she's really fun um and yeah and like we've just been um we've been like getting um different weapons and getting different potions and getting all sorts of upgrades and stuff and like i get it now (laughs) like it's it's so much fun um yeah oh and i also love the fact that like we've slowly started to learn that they really do give you the opportunity to just avoid combat if you want to like they have like all sorts of like ways to like get around fighting people or like other narrative driven stuff that you can do if you don't want to fight people and it's great really enjoyed playing some descent with Chloe we stand that we stand non-combat options yeah Yeah.
0: it's cool you've and well I don't know how how deep you are into it but Mm. that is a it's a long game so you've probably got a lot to come yeah um but yeah I I really enjoyed my time with it and Mm. yeah you're right it's like I think there's certain scenarios where actually if you do stop and try and fight anything you kind of realize like oh no we should be moving because (laughs) things are literally crumbling around us or something's about to like squish us so we need to go
1: yeah no there's there was one scenario where there's this um enemy called a specter which i assume you remember that because like they just make you they make you terrify cards and when Uh, you terrify it it means that just if you re you just keep adding fatigue which then makes you take damage and so it was just like, hey, you are, you are terrified. All your cards are terrified. And now you're going to just keep taking damage. And we thought we had to fight it. But no, you should run away from that man and continue.
0: <laughs> you should run from the ghost.
1: Yes, run from uh, that ghost.
0: A tip for <laughs> life.
1: Mm. Mm, definitely. Um, uh, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, don't try and fight a ghost. Don't mm. do it. It's not yeah. going gonna to work out very well. No. Yeah,
0: unless you literally have Anduril reforge from the shards of Narsil, you should run from the ghost. Did
1: you
2: just say words? Because... what? <laughs> Matt's favorite thing recently is to make references to stuff that no one else understands, <laughs> just good? to like bamboozle. Lord of the
0: Rings is a very popular franchise. Look, I'm... Uh,
2: yeah, but we don't know the yeah you know, the intricacies. I know as like, much
1: as you do, you know, mine and like Vigo Mortensen <laughs> broke his, his toe. Did you know? Yeah. That's what I know. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, I know that he's hot in that film. Great. I mean, I was always oh, kind everyone. of a bloom, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That, that, that's, that's valid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because he, he's ethereal and elven, uh, mm. that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. The characters are charming and yeah, I do recommend that expensive game, but also, you know, like <laughs> it is expensive. Um, yeah, also we were playing uh, Last Bastion a bunch. I think I spoke about that as well a little bit last year, but it's on um, a list that I put out that is like, just five most difficult board games that you can attempt to surmount. And it's, yeah, it's, we haven't won yet. I was,
0: that was gonna be the question I was gonna ask: Is have you and Chloe won yet? But you still just
1: <laughs>
0: no <laughs> more ghosts, right? So or many no, ghosts. not ghosts ghost in this and one.
1: Goblins, ghost goblins, uh, demons, ghosts and goblins. Ghosts, <laughs> Maybe less ghosts. Ghosts
0: and goblins,
1: oh, undead goblins, um, demons and gross things. <laughs> Those are the four horsemen of the apocalypse in that game.
2: Those are the four categories
1: of life. Yeah, mm. <laughs> tag yourself. I'm a demon. Um, but I'm a gross we thing. all know which one. I... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, no. Would you? Because I was gonna say immediately, I was like goblin, but then I was like, also, you might be like, I'm a gross thing. I don't know. I just you... <laughs> I just don't no, know where you're gonna go. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I say that in private. Of course. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we Goblin have. Goblin <laughs> in the streets, <laughs> No, in the sheep. No, terrible.
0: Uh, anyway, Last Bastion's a game about defending a castle.
1: Yeah, it's a game about <laughs> defending a castle from all those things. Um, and you have several different abilities that you can um, enact, um, which are bastions. Yeah, they're all bastions. Are they bastards? Whatever. Anyway, so you 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 can either fight the fight things, or you can like enable like um, certain effects to happen. One could be like a trap. Another could be like getting rid of. I think it's doom. Like it's just these little like skulls that like appear and like they're all. If you get three of them, then you are then you're done. Um and just getting health and stuff like that. Um and it's super hard and like we, you have to win by getting to the big boss because there's a, like bigger boss like that's like right at the bottom of the deck of cards um we have seen the boss but once called oh. a glimpse of the boss <laughs> um but he, he, he very quickly dispatched us so <laughs> yeah he had
2: meetings
1: yeah <laughs> yeah he, he was really tied up that day um yeah yeah but yeah so that's fun and i yeah definitely recommend it if you want to um be really mad about something um and i would have loved to play ghost stories the the game that it's it's based on mm. but unfortunately it's out of print so yeah mm. hard
0: to find i think and expensive mm. yeah uh, but i think from what i know of last bastion i think last bastion is they've cut they kind of tweak the rules as well mm. like i i think the theme of mm-hmm. um, ghost, ghost stories, stories is pretty cool but i from what i know is like last bastion they make some kind of good improvements to uh Yeah, what you're doing, and I think Easy. it's generally a tiny bit easier. Yeah, which from your experience sounds like if <laughs> if it's already tough as nails, ghost stories mm. kind of earns its its, it's uh, notoriety. Definitely,
1: yeah. We even had to play two characters each, so because like just two playing two like one each just did not work. We were like, okay, well, gotta do what you're gonna do. Um, but yeah, so that, we've been playing that, um, also in terms of, like, um, video games, ooh, um, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we, um, played, uh, Little Hope and Men of Madan.
3: Ah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, of the the time. Time. yeah, which is, um, um, the, uh, Supermassive Games, I think, and, yes. uh, it's the same, yeah, they also made, um, Until Dawn, um, and it's, like, Anthology after that, um, and yeah, that was really fun. Little Hope Uh, has anyone else played? Have
2: you played? (laughs) Yeah, I've I've watched a a playthrough of Little Hope. I played Man and Badan, that was good, yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, and then. Uh, we we play them as like a group as a Halloween tradition because they managed to pump these things out mm-hmm. like at a pretty fast pace.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but then when Little Hope came out, we kind of just didn't bother. I think COVID stopped that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Dot, sorry, oh my goodness, the new one, the one that came out last year. Yeah, oh,
0: uh, something House of Ashes.
2: House of Ashes came out uh we played that one so i watched a playthrough of little hope at it don't look good
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh god
1: i can't pretend i was not disappointed (laughs) yeah it was was quite mad at it (laughs) it sets up like a really interesting idea and then is like no <laughs> yeah
0: Absolutely. i remember preferring the setting for most of that game being like oh this is going some really interesting places and then you get to the end and it's just like a big wet bar of like yeah uh, uh, like oh all, all that stuff that seemed really interesting none of that anyway feel... credits
2: yeah but, yeah
0: okay.
2: <laughs> I, feel <like laughs> I feel like if you, you want yes if you want like a horror story set or based around like the the witch trials and the Puritan era of the U.S., mm. you should just watch Fear Street. Watch the Fear Street trilogy, which is on Netflix. Oh, it's that, very good. Oh,
1: I didn't know that's what, yeah. that was con-
2: concerning. Okay, cool. yeah, it it's like set in a small town, and like the horror comes from like a witch who, mm. you know, was was you know hunted down, etc. Mm. And it also has a big gay plot. Oh, so yeah. ten out of ten. Mm. Would
1: recommend yeah. they're free, free films and they're they're good. It boggles my so. mind that I, I was like this is a horror film with a gay plot and I haven't watched it yet. But, yeah, yeah.
2: How you know
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you
2: should. I will. You should. I will. Um, um, Apex Penguin says the soundtrack slaps. Yes, it does.
1: Uh, in Fear Street. Yep. Nice. Interesting. Oh yeah, Little Hope. Bangers, yeah. one <laughs> <Yeah>. Screams.
0: <laughs> I love ambient chain rattling. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, a little hope uh disappoint. Um but Men Men and Madame or Madam Madame not sure uh was actually really, really good. You no, know, um uh, the only thing I will say is that like I'm sure along with many other people I knew exactly what was going on from the oh, very yeah. start. And so it was like what, how are you not seeing this just <laughs> screaming at the characters like just look down what are you doing yeah
0: i mean they they do that i think they know where those games fall on the kind of like mm-hmm. b movie-ish yeah of yeah. feeling it's like oh these characters are quite irritating a lot of the time mm-hmm. so when they die you're not like oh no it's more yeah. like yeah i mean you made some really silly mistakes and then i failed to press that button quick enough yeah <laughs> uh, so really it's it's a joint effort here mm-hmm. uh, your demise
1: yeah i also i was really mad at myself because like um both of the um there were there's a young well there were two young ladies in um Meta Medan and there's uh-huh. like, one in little hope and mm-hmm. i got two of them killed and i was like why <laughs> why <laughs> um but yeah so uh. that was very disappointing for me but <laughs> um but yeah um, they're, they're both fun to play so.
2: I will say I believe that House of Ashes is still the best of that but that group of <gasps> oh, that yeah, series. I, I think I it's think the best it's... one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Man of Badan is good. I'm not counting Until Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I Dawn think that's a same. separate game. Yeah, yeah Until Dawn is just
0: too long, but it is I think still better than the the anthology pictures ones. But yeah. Um, yeah,
2: also the guy who plays the person in the the the. The curator? Is that his name? Mm, yes. I recognise him. When I yeah, he's know like why. a
0: famous uh, actor, but I can't yeah. remember his name. He's very good. He makes, he kind of makes yeah. them because he ties them all together with a very like knowing wink and like, oh, Oh, we'll see if they survive this chapter, I'm shall such we? a
2: naughty boy. As I slowly
0: <laughs> light this candle and put a book back on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> that kind of. Thing. You
2: think that's his day job? <laughs> do you think he just sort of comes in and then does that and then he goes home and?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he, he just kind of mooches around in the a library for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Would well, you, you think he lives
1: that? Um.
0: Uh, yeah. Well. I
1: think that might be a section of where he lives. He gives me a vibe that he lives in a He country.
0: arrives in the credits, right? He kind of hangs up his coat and hat. Yeah, and oh, okay. Unless so he he's like live- climbing out of the window, walking around the side, and then coming in through the front door just to pretend that he's arrived again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would guess there's somewhere else he has to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what else, Liv? And to wrap it up, I um, have been playing Cyberpunk again. Um, Oh no. The video game Cyberpunk. Yeah,
0: 2077.
1: Um, I need to actually play the RPG. That would be good as well. Um, But yeah, no, I, I played it all last Christmas. And I played it the majority of this Christmas as well. Uh, but this time I, I got it on PS4 for so for some reason I just wanted to punish myself. So I got it on there. Yeah. And <laughs> it is so janky. It's it's unreal. Did you know that it's actually got like a, a warning on the PS4 like um download screen? It's just well, purchase screen, and it's just like, hey, maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe, Maybe you should refrank this before you <laughs> so
1: go ahead like... and <laughs> Yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that um, for for a while. And um yeah, it's 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 a fun game with some problems.
3: Yeah,
2: as soon <laughs> as that game was announced eons ago, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, This is my jam. Mm-hmm. My god, I'm so excited about this because yeah. I love role-playing video games. Uh, I love video games where I can make my own insert protagonist. Uh, I love the setting and, you know, the tabletop role-playing game is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the closer it got to, like, actually coming out, Mm -hmm. the more I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And at the time when it released, uh, obviously, I was hearing all the bad stuff. And I didn't have a PC that could run it anyway, because I think if I had tried to run that on my current desktop, it would have just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. And even now, with the machine I'm using, I'm worried that it could also kill it. Um, and also, I don't know. I'm just like, I have other things to play, and I feel like the time the time has passed. Maybe I'll buy it when it's like
1: £3 or something. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was like twenty. No, it's on quid sale. It was sale. Yeah. yeah, I think that's still too much. It is too much for it. It's, a, it's too much for a game that does not work. Um... Yeah. <laughs> um... But the price but... should be free magic beans. We got to go get those magic beans though. Well,
2: I can just get some beans and claim they're magical, just oh. just like they did.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> game. Yeah, trick them back. Uh. Um, but yes, that is what I've been up to um, over the Christmas break. Alex man nice. what about you? That sounded wonderful, Liv. Thank you. Thank you for passing me the microphone. Quite
2: alright. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> oh my goodness. I played quite a lot over the Christmas break. Because mm. once again I made the pilgrimage back to my family home. Mm. Uh, the The place of my birth. <laughs> Yeah, I was born in a hospital, not um, Yeah, I was gonna say home birth <laughs> we home Rare, but <laughs> um, And I brought along By request A big old bag of board games In fact, I'd given my Mother a load of board games to take Back with her a few weeks before oh. To try and Minimize the amount that I would have to carry With me, and yet I still carried a lot Um Variety is the spice of life. Um, But we played some of the classics. So, Telestrations came out. We always enjoy that. Although somebody had uh, used the board and not rubbed it out. In fact, multiple people have done that. Was it you? So, uh, it weren't me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I had to literally bleach some of the books to try and get like the, the marker pen out and those were semi-permanent marker pens um, I feel like my next gift slash purchase is going to be the more recent edition of Telestration because I have the old one and for a variety of reasons some of them mold related I desire to have a new copy of the game <laughs> At least so. mm-hmm. but it went down a treat um, it was pretty good there was partic- one particularly hilarious moment, uh, which I may not repeat for for reasons of, of. This is a family-friendly podcast, and this happened with your family. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> drew somebody drew something because they were. My father wrote down a description that I sh- shocked yeah.
1: by. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And my brother uh, drew that, and then I got it, and I was like, "My goodness, what is this knight doing?" And so I wrote down what I thought it was doing. Uh, Tellystrations, everyone—it's a—it's a a great party game.
0: It's a good game. Yeah.
2: Um, We also played the other version of Tellystrations, which is upside down.
0: Upside drawn. Is that
2: upside drawn? Is it called upside
0: drawn? drawn. I can't remember if it actually is called that, but I seem to remember it having a...
2: it is upside drawn. I've forgotten, but which is a name that doesn't quite work. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's like, Um, um. it's It's not quite "Mm,
2: mm, there. The fact that I know
3: exactly what
2: you're good, um. Yeah, we we played that and it was good, although my father was infuriated by it uh, because this is the thing, he doesn't really like board games that much and my mum was just roping him him into playing because she loves the idea of us doing things as a family unit. (sighs) Uh, And so, but all he wants to do is just have as much time as he likes to draw what he wants and that's against the whole point of the games mm. you know it's part of the fun of upside drawn is the fact that one person holds the board and the other person holds the pen may have to try and work together to get the person holding the pen to guess what it is and he was just like i just want to draw something and i'm like well you could get a piece of paper and yeah. a pen anytime you like and do that um we also played spicy Mm. Yeah, it's a game we talked about before. Mm. Uh it's a bluffing card game. Uh and the artwork is wonderful and there's like three different suits and you just have to be like this is free pepper, five pepper, go up to 10 pepper. Fast <laughs> 10 pepper,
1: you got to go under 10 pepper. Mm-hmm. And you,
2: can only, um, you you you, ha- you mm. have to
1: reach 10 10. Yeah, right? and
2: then you re- you cycle back again. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, you that's remember that. <laughs>
0: it was a very it it was a spicy game. Yeah.
2: It was spicy. Yeah, <laughs> <a nice> game. <laughs> Um My mother didn't quite understand. My brother seemed to uh, get it. Uh, the big hit, well, the big hits among my family were cockroach poker, uh-huh,
1: yeah.
2: which I was surprised by because I was very worried that they just wouldn't quite get what you're supposed to do. It's very family, but fun. even. Yeah. Even my dad played, and he was quite into it. Oh. So, Kirk, Kirk, Matt, by the way, have you noticed, Liv, that Matt Jarvis has seemingly entered the oh,
1: wow. twilight dimension? Oh, yeah, it's a bit. It's um, oh, he's <laughs> oh, gone. No.
2: Oh.
1: Matt Jarvis. <laughs> the ghosts have got oh, him. He's, oh, no. oh. he's in. Oh Oh, no! (laughs) i have not Jarvis now! Hello, oh no, okay, we've got. Well, this is
0: fun. I can't see or hear either of you. (laughs) Oh,
1: brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, well, now we just have your portrait. So that's.
2: Yeah, now we just have the the spectre, the real spectre at the feast. Oh,
1: you're returning to us to the plane. He's
2: returning to us. He's Alex Nguyen. Oh, no. Can you hear us, Mr. Jarvis?
1: Hmm. No, I'm guessing that's that is. Cannot, cannot hear us. All right, cool. No. Well, let's do a cheeky swap. <laughs> Don't mind me, everyone. There we go. He's got this look on his face, <laughs> like he's <laughs> like he's
2: we're plotting something.
0: I've no idea what happened there. Okay. So, throws. <laughs> and, then <I> tried to... <laughs> and then you were just two the two little like small like circle pictures yeah and i was just talking into the void oh. yeah i did try and say oh i can't hear or see you mm-hmm. uh, but i have no you idea if no, no you just Great.
2: you just you were frozen for a very long time Yeah.
0: excellent Perfect, and i was yes.
2: like yeah. oh no really? and then matt and then you just sort of disappeared mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. well, i like ex- to
0: maintain an air of mystery around every conversation <laughs> i'm part of
2: x Angel says Matt has sailed into the West. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah, Continuing yeah. our Lord. So to ancient.
0: the Grey Havens, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's what happened. It was time you were being called. Cool. Uh, um. Yeah. Now um, that you're back with us, mm. and Liv has sorted out the frame. It's
1: it's just, just about. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> I like keeping <laughs> my yeah. toes.
0: Even David's something there. as simple as the podcast. <laughs>
1: David
2: oh, Lennard Flanagan says he's up to his lizardy ways again. Yes, he is. Mm. Um, a reference to the Root game we played yesterday, which yeah. you can now watch on the Mon. Oh, I really want to
1: play Root maybe today. We will, yeah, that's we plenty, will lure we'll you into this. it. <laughs> I would like to. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> um, now that we're we all jump here. <laughs> back into it. How is the audio, everyone? Is it okay? I think that Lazy Boy said that the audio went down, but if it's okay now, let me know. All right, carry on. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you can't hear us. Yeah,
2: <laughs> That would be useful. Um, I'm sure they would have said by now. Um, the other game we played a lot of, uh, uh, so much so that I believe 2022 is the year of Up. Everyone gets <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. The year uh, of the camel. The year of the camel, actually, oh, yeah. not the year of is oh, yeah. it Do we know, tiger? Do
3: we
2: know oh, there's only activity? <laughs> no, I can't remember what it is. Um I'm it's sure cool. we'll be informed. Um Yeah, no, Camel Up. Now Camel Up, uh second edition specifically, the better one. Uh with the better artwork and the better components. Uh and the camels that go backwards. Um tiger. I brought that home with me on the off chance that it may be a hit uh, with my family. However, there was a risk because they don't really play like full on board games. They're good with card games mm-hmm. and like that, but they ha- I think board games, the li- their limit is Monopoly, which I refuse to yeah. partake in. Um, So, you know, I was like, let's give this a go. You might like it. They're a bit Unsure at first, but then when I got the board out and I showed them everything, they were like, oh, this looks cool because the board has like a, a palm tree on it that Ooh. pops up when you open it up and then you've got the lovely like plastic um pyramid where you get the dice from. Uh, and after like two games, they were hooked Ooh. like they were hooked on the camel up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Will's was here, he would also say that his family were hooked on the Camelot as well because we both took copy time. Uh, and now my family loves Camelot, and yeah. even my aunt played Camelot with yeah. us.
0: It's the natural progression. It happened like it happened to my family as well. Take Camelot over for Christmas, and then from yeah. then on, my mum was just like, "I just want to play the Camel game." <laughs> yeah, okay. your
2: mum is obsessed with Camelot. Oh, she love loves her. that, and she loves
0: us all. Mainly
2: Camelot. I'm gonna have to. The next step, I'm gonna have to get them into it all. Like that. That might be the. This is how I trap them in my web.
1: <laughs> my web of board games. That they love Camelot. Next step. Yeah, I've got to say it's it's entirely so satisfying to me now that because my parents um, just never had an interest in board games. And I was always like, play this with me? And they were like, no. Because um, <laughs> um, they just didn't understand. But now it's like, I do this for a living.
0: <laughs> mm, I was going to ask, do you both end up as kind of like, people? do people expect you to bring board games over and be like the game put per- And like, I find that people just turn to me and they're like, so what did you bring? Or what should we play? It's like,
1: yeah. Okay, I'm I guess I'll do my job here as well. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Go ahead, Lou. I um I the most like, contact I've really had with anyone because it's still the it's still the virus times, um, is like either going over to visit Alex me and so <laughs> that's that. Um We got games. Yeah, you got games <laughs> Um or going to see uh my partner's family and so I'm just like oh look what I got this time and they're like oh. <laughs> What's What's this that sneaked its way into my bag? Oh. My goodness. Oh, I think it's cheating its way into, it, into my bag. It's cheating moth. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's cheating, it's cheating moth.
0: I love the idea of you having just like a customer's intro for every yeah. game you pull out.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh look, what's taking over. It's like, over. it's time
0: to it's hit the cool. tiles. It's a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dear.
2: Goodness me. It's like the price is right in here. Oh, mm. love it. Um, mm-hmm. Benjamin Dean says, I bought cash and guns because of mm. y'all. Me and my siblings played it this Christmas, that's wonderful. Yeah, hope you
3: enjoyed
2: it. Glad to know that our recommendations are being
1: heard and followed. Yeah, our rift with Eurogamer is alive and well. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome.
2: Yeah, you can go and watch that. Mm. Um, Weave, meaning uh, Dicebreaker, have played Cash and Guns with Eurogamer multiple times, I believe. Twice Mm. now, I
1: think. both featuring, oh, watch that. both featuring wheels both featuring
0: wheels cash
2: and wheels um so that's what i played with my family otherwise um the new year's which was delightful a group of us got together we, pl- we made our own sushi cute which was very delicious and i made one an enormous maggie roll <laughs> it was so big uh, and we christened it Big Santa. Did
3: <laughs> yes, you do? Yeah. Goodness.
2: Yeah, because my friend told me a wonderful story uh, relating to Big Santa, which I would not tell now, but I want to keep the mystery alive of Big Santa. Mm-hmm. And then I made this enormous maki roll that we had to use multiple seaweed nori sheets to contain its <laughs> innards, uh, and we called it Big Santa. And that was delicious. Uh, But we also played some board games, including Detective Club, which was my favourite game of 2019, Mm -hmm. and it's still great. It's like a spin-off, sort of similar to Dixit, but much better than Dixit, Mm because I don't like Dixit, and I don't think it's very good. But Detective Club takes the illustrated cards and puts it into like a social deduction sort of format. Where you have to play cards relating to a secret theme. And one person doesn't know the theme. So they have to try and trick the other into thinking they do know the theme. Mm. And it works really well because those cards are very open to subjective uh, opinions. And also sometimes you just have a bad hand. So you don't necessarily not know the theme. Just luck is not on your side. Mm. So we played uh, Detective Club. We played a game I like very much called Sparkle Kitty Knights
0: i remember when we uh, in the early days of uh, the early days of Dicebreaker, like being introduced to sparkle kitty notes having never heard of it before and i, I i'll say alex mean i've never once heard anyone but you <laughs> yeah talk about this game so i don't know if this is just a game that you made up maybe. and it just uh... like it exists and... <laughs>
1: maybe <laughs> you don't know do you it came
0: <laughs> forth from your imagination and now it is real
1: like for, for task Breakers, uh did you make a, a cat and horse board game? Is that a spin-off of, of, of this game? Like, it should be.
2: Yeah, <laughs> It should be a spin-off. Mm. Um, no, it's a game I backed on Kickstarter a while ago. Oh. So I saw uh, a YouTube channel. I like playing it. And it's not a game I would recommend to play around children or with children. Well,
0: they get it is an, Despite it the is... very friendly sounding name
2: well there is a there is a quote vanilla version that's perfectly fine to be played with children but this one is like designed to to make words that sound very suggestive they're not right. like openly explicitly so but like but. two phrases happen to come together and are like oh my that's quite suggestive yeah. so it is a fun game to play it's it's not like offensive or anything like mm. it's just kind of funny and naughty and you sort of giggle a bit mm. but i do recommend it after you've had if you do drink a few drinks, or mm. you're having a particularly rowdy evening it does go down quite well um what
1: what variety of rowdy like just yelling or like <laughs>
2: well not like jumping on the table and like kicking stuff but mm. like you know like you, you've all you're all pumped up
1: Alright. Cool. it's
2: not one of those games that you you sit there for like five minutes thinking about what you're gonna do mm-hmm. it's one of those games that you're like you know hoorah, hoorah. basically hoorah! um we played that we played more mario superstars <gasps> i've been
1: um, playing that as well i forgot about that yeah yeah, yeah. To,
2: just because we wanted to be angry yeah oh my god oh. <laughs> Well, firstly, we, mm. we watched the Hoot Nanny, of course. Oh, of course. Which, yeah, naturally. No, which is to... tradition. Oh, Jules. The Jules Holland Hoot Nanny. And my friend who was there does an, an incredible impression of Jules Holland. It's so good. Uh, it, it's shockingly good. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we turned it on, and the problem was we were streaming it. So, technically, we missed midnight because we ah. were trying to do it in sync with the Hoot Nanny. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we played Mario Superstar, and I did not win, which is pretty much every experience. Everybody loses, Mario Mario Party Superstars. In in a game that makes you
1: dislike Yoshi, the most adorable character that has ever existed, (laughs) no one one wins, yeah. (laughs) Yoshi, Mm -hmm.
2: um, yeah, and we also played Quacks of Quedlinburg, Ah. uh, which. Some of you may know of from uh, ex-video producer Alex Lowley's mm. talking mm. about it because mm. it's one of their favourite games, mm. and Lowlies is actually how I learnt about the existence of Quacks of Uh wow. And my God, it slaps! It does. It does. We, it's, it's, I need my it's, su- yep. it's such a good game.
0: I yeah. will <laughs> once again confess that I've come around on Quacks because I
2: yeah you used to be a Particularly,
0: them. I didn't. No, let's set the no. record straight. I didn't hate no, it, I just no felt it, it was kind of a bit like, eh, like, mm, it just didn't really do it for me. And I think even now, it's not, I'm not so bowled over as a lot of other people seem to be, but I do at least kind of enjoy it a lot more than I did uh, when I first played it. We will half, win you over ago. to the
1: right I won't
0: turn down a game of it, it's just that it's like, yeah. Is there a coffee like,
1: in the office?
0: Uh, almost certainly. If not, we can get one.
2: I don't think so um we should play but, that yeah on the channel we That'll should be good. we should play it yeah. um uh god convoy says isn't matt jarvis to sparkle kitty knight <laughs> yes he uh, is.
0: yes yeah yeah i mean that is more accurate than you know <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh by the way go to blair asked if i was petting my cat at one point uh, if you're watching the video yes i was because she just did a poo and then she was right now so i was trying to keep her kind of just calm to the side of me but <laughs> she it. If you don't stroke her, she immediately wants attention, so she'll start coming on the desk where yeah. everything is. And she's now sat behind my MacBook uh, oh. and is just nudging things. So if the camera moves around, I'm sorry, it's the cat.
2: Your yeah. cat is... Your cat has this sixth
1: sense of like just knowing when the Best time is to really annoy you. Mm, Pretty sure yeah. she has like cool. her own phone, and she sees a push notification of it going live, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> now's the time."
2: Here we go. And I respect that. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah
2: mm. I support your cat's endeavours in yeah. doing this.
0: Yes, as someone who also winds people up uh, incessantly. I can't help but respect a mm-hmm. fellow a fellow heel.
2: I thought you were gonna say <laughs> Hello, he I was the one doing the winding up and I was like <laughs> Matthew Jarvis, you absolute tinker. <laughs> um yeah, um, no, we played Cracks of Perfect We played Cracks of Query I, <laughs> I don't know.
3: Okay.
2: Uh we played it like uh just a small group of us, and then other people arrived and they were like, what's this? And I was like, it's Quacks of Quedlinburg. And they were like, it looked complicated. And they were
0: like, what I'm is like, that?" What
1: is it? Uh, is, it uh, is it about ducks? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: is it about ducks? Yeah. Which is actually a genuine response I've had from of people when I've said the words Quacks of Quedlinburg. Uh, the name is not good. Um, <laughs> uh, but then the day after, we were like, oh, we have some time. What should we play? And then people were looking at Wingspan. And then someone else was like, can we play the Quacks game? And I was like, yes, we can. Uh, And then we played it and I did really badly. But if you want to know more about Quacks, there is a wonderful uh, video on the YouTube channel uh, and there might be an article coming out about yeah, it. Yeah, I really thought soon. you were just going to
0: describe your own article as wonderful there. I was like, well, fair play. You know, it's a, it is a really good article. It is a really good article.
1: I so, have integrity. <laughs> and also I hustle. <laughs> you, you, you really do. Um, also, Always be closing. <laughs> uh, ABC. Um base Penguin says it's not about ducks. And I guess we should no. explain the concept of it. It's it's about potion making, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's
2: the, the quacks part which is confusing, mm. is referring to the fact that the players are potion makers mm. who sell their wares to people claiming that they can provide healing properties. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and the quacks bit is like, oh, they may not though. Yeah. Uh, it's mm. kind of a weird phrase that no one really uses yeah, anymore. Yeah, people don't really
0: <laughs> use like quack doctors as a, no. As a thing. No. Yeah. Snake
2: oil is probably a better, mm-hmm.
1: like reference to that sort of thing It does make me endlessly chuckle, though, the idea of somebody calling a doctor a quack <laughs>
2: Yeah, well so uh, yeah, it's like something maybe you did 30 years ago, yeah. maybe, probably actually,
1: uh, later, a
2: hundred
3: later like, Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, brewing potions and you're putting different ingredients in, but it, it, at its core it's just a push-your-luck game, where you just try and see how far along this track you can get, without you know, overdoing it, and then Losing rewards, etc. Uh, but again, I don't want to go in too much detail yeah. because I've already been talking a lot. Uh, the last thing I will say is before we pass on the mic to Mr. Matt Jarvis, is uh, I also watched *Encanto*, the new mm-hmm. Disney film. She's on Disney Plus. I'm not big Disney, by the way. I'm just saying where well, you can watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't pay for it. Uh, I'm a leech. Um, <laughs> proud, proud of it. Proud leech. Um, I've watched it twice now, uh, and I'm obsessed with it. It's very good. Uh, it's so good. Please watch it.
1: I want to. I've also been told that the the short that comes before it in the cinema is is uh, very. <laughs> heartwarming but it will make me cry so i'm excited to ball
2: i mean i will say i've not seen that short because they don't place it on the front of the film mm. when you watch it on disney plus mm. i would have seen it in the cinema yeah. but covid yeah uh hence why i've not seen spider-man far from home yet mm. even though i basically might as well have seen it
1: because of twitter yeah um, I also want to see that also oh real quick I, I, me and chloe got a um a card like a card an, an, an unlimited card so we can go see all mm. of the films uh right and i'm very excited about it that's all but just it would help if it weren't if it weren't the covid yeah. times COVID. Mm. But, um, still.
2: <laughs> but yeah if you mm. cried at if you think you're gonna cry at that short whatever it is i'm sure it's great yeah uh you will cry at Encanto. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Don't I cry
1: out? Yeah. The last ten minutes of that <laughs>
2: film is just, it's just, it will rinse you dry with more liquid. Also the song <laughs> Slap. Water. So uh, nice. there you go. The songs are so good because mm-hmm. uh, they were written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's oh, wow. a very talented yeah, songwriter. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah James House day. is... Oh, yeah, cool, yeah, uh, cool. I'll just quickly say, James House, do you have encanto songs in your head a lot as well, me and... Yes, I do. I've been walking around the house, singing them. live wow.
1: after I was you. just about to say that uh, we got a super chat from David Leonard Flanagan, um, saying quack should be renamed uh, to con artists of
2: Kandenberg.
1: Thank you very much for the super chat. <laughs> What do you reckon? I'd
2: be behind that. I mean, it's still better than Quacks of Quedlinburg. Yeah, like. I like the
0: alliteration in the title, but yeah, like, Quacks, Quacks, Quacks of Quedlinburg is just not a very...
2: Yeah.
0: Not a very celibate ar- name.
2: Yeah. Con Artists of Candenberg is slightly better. Kandenberg, but I feel yeah. like they should just mm. name it something mm. simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. But
0: thank Matthew, Matthew Jarvis. Yes. Hello. Uh, I didn't actually play that many games over the holidays because I was just busy with stuff uh but I did play a few things uh uh I saw my well one side of my parents uh, we played it racing demon which I'd not actually come across before and then suddenly was completely kind of obsessed with for a while so it is multiplayer solitaire or patience like the traditional card game so everyone is basically playing patience solitaire by themselves or in teams as we had it and then when you move aces up so like you would move aces and then twos and then threes of each suit uh in normal patients you instead put them in the middle and then anybody can add to that pile so you might add the ace of hearts but someone else could put the two of hearts and then someone else could put the three of hearts Mm. and you're trying to basically get through your cards as quick as possible Uh, and it's a real time speed game uh, and we played for a number of hours and it was really good fun i think in the us it's known as nerds uh, because I went to try and look it up and I think Nertz, unless I'm, I have no idea the context of the the name Nertz, but it's, it's just an it odd name compared odd, to yeah. Racing Demon, mm. uh, which is kind of hilarious as a name for this pretty straightforward card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, we also played Monopoly deal uh, which
3: hey. I will
0: maintain is the best Monopoly game and any Monopoly game worth playing uh, it's still very fun it is still absolutely horrible but in kind of a fun way because you're constantly stealing off each other then forcing people um to lose all their money so that then they're then forced to pay you using their properties because you're looking to collect sets of properties it's great it's a great game like it genuinely is a really fun card game it plays in about 10 minutes um, apart from if you're trying to explain it to uh, some of my older relatives who just really didn't, couldn't grasp the concept. Yeah. Uh, at one that point were insistent that they'd never played Monopoly, which I refuse to believe wow. because I know that I've played Monopoly with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were just like, oh yeah, I, I, like, I don't remember Monopoly. I was like, it's Monopoly. <laughs> you, know, you do the thing. <laughs> um, Monopoly,
1: you say? Hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so those were kind of the two games I played over the break. Uh, in terms of board games, I, there were probably a few others here. That, oh, I played Double in a tattoo studio. That was it. Oh. Uh, I was in the tattoo studio, oh, yeah, and we were playing Double to pass the time. And double it's okay.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's one of those games where it's like, hey, yeah, okay. There's a, a load of different ways you can play this, but it's all essentially spot the thing that's the same on these two tiles, uh, two cards. Uh, Matthew Jarvis. And, shall we hello. I,
2: I know this wasn't the case. But I love the idea of you just going to a tattoo studio yeah. just to play Double.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't planned that way. Uh, my friend, they just happened to bring along Double. They, by the way, are incredible at Double. Uh, they absolutely tranced me in every round that we played. Uh, so maybe that has, you know, somewhat colored my feelings towards Double mm. because I'm a terrible, terrible loser. Uh, oh, no! don't
1: worry about
0: it. <laughs> uh, speaking of being a terrible loser, uh, we played Root yesterday. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> No, don't spoil it oh yeah okay
0: someone lost
1: <laughs> was it me maybe uh, not me i wasn't in it but
0: <laughs> uh we we played with the new Riverfolk expansion which i had not played before despite owning it both physically and digitally um but i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed being the lizard cultists they're very mm. fun they remind me of the woodland alliance uh and they basically just run interference because they convert other warriors to lizards uh, and every time they get attacked any lizards that are defeated turn into acolytes of lizards oh. so it's this fun kind of um yeah rolling ball where even if you're getting attacked it's benefiting you because they're then becoming a different type of piece that you can spend uh to at points just burn things down just burn oh, down yeah. roosts uh, belonging to who could say maybe it was Alex Meehan um who who would know um, you will know trawl, yeah, well and check out the live stream it. that was live yeah.
1: yesterday was yeah the
0: and then the <laughs> Wills was the river folk company with the otters so they're more kind of trading based which I think because we were playing with free humans and a computer opponent
3: yeah the
2: computer was uh, not interested yeah, in yeah the any computer trading. didn't want
0: to trade with Wheels, but yeah. still played very well mm-hmm. uh, they seem like an interesting addition that game continues to be fantastic uh, and that digital adaptation of Root continues to be brilliant mm. uh, so I plan to play much more of that uh other things oh over the break we played avatar legends we finished our avatar legends campaign after long last uh
2: yeah we finally did it yeah our wonderful a gm chase time.
0: uh we've been playing gosh it must be almost a year now when did the kickstarter happen over the summer so probably year. about six no. six to eight months we've been going um yeah it was a fantastic campaign uh, a chase quick start
2: a quick start adventure yeah that that we managed months to, and months we managed to uh yeah push over several months um yeah it was a it was a bittersweet ending mm-hmm. that we were like oh yeah. we're gonna have to say goodbye to the slot. but now maybe play the
1: full version
0: right You could, remember. yeah well i think that's the the hope is Plan, that we yeah. can then just bring those characters into the full version at some point oh. uh but yeah i really really enjoyed that like jesse did a great job like the characters were fantastic uh the other players alex mean included uh yeah good. just really really good um power by the apocalypse it's a great RPG system like it gives you just enough without being so overbearing that you have to constantly think about how do I do this mm. very simple target again mm. um yeah uh, like the rest of Twitter I've playing, been playing Wordle oh
1: I've started uh, Wordle I haven't done today oh no
0: which I like a lot I mean it's basically mastermind but for words hmm. uh in that you for those who don't know about wordle it's a free browser based game there's one word a day you put in five letters it tells you whether those letters are in the right place uh and correct whether they are a correct letter but in the wrong place or whether they're just not there at all and you get six guesses to try and work out the word uh so my wife and i have just been playing each day and sending each other our results uh it's good it's it is mastermind mastermind's fun um
2: all right sheeple (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's um I'm
1: playing now. master
0: well master word which i think was the game that came out last year or the year before um
1: yeah that remember. is
0: another good kind of mastermind style game yeah, so scorpion think, mask yeah yeah scorpion mask the makers of decrypto put it out um and it plays really well over video call uh, or even in just in an excel spreadsheet so if you just want to something that is similar to wordle if once a day is not enough wordle for you, mm. you, need, uh, you need go that check hit. out master word master word's really good i really like it
2: oh I yeah it's we played under it the full. radar
0: for a lot of folks so it's good yeah um what else uh we watched cats <laughs> uh it's worth saying for a member video that i believe is out next week uh me and wills and i watched cats uh oh we yeah. watched Cats. What And
2: that was my second time as well. So yeah, I was already prepared for a lot of the the horrors, but Wills and, and Matt went going in fresh.
0: It's a uh, it's a real experience, and it, it's very upsetting to me that as someone who likes watching films and watches quite a lot of films, I've watched four films so far this year. Uh, they are the adaptation of Monster Hunter uh, so, yeah. with Mila Jokovic uh final fantasy 7 advent children
3: <laughs>
0: cats uh and then i watched five centimeters per second which is okay that's an good film. it's okay you um,
2: did this to yourself though the cats thing i'll, I'll give you but you watch those other films voluntarily okay well really i feel in some
0: ways i need to take responsibility for 2020 because the way I saw her in 2020 Res- on, you
2: take responsibility on, the on, whole of on it. New
0: Year's Eve of 2019 yeah, uh, <laughs> we had some friends or... over and at about 11 o'clock at night we decided we should watch the 1995 or thereabouts uh film Batman and Robin oh, uh, oh, yeah. with George Clooney and his Bat nipples. <laughs> uh, and it is a terrible film and I feel mm. like it really set the tone for the rest of 2020 which was roundly a, a bad year yeah. Truly, the Batman and Robin of years.
2: (laughs) The last two years have been
1: all because of you and you watching 2020 (laughs) 2020 was Batman and 2021 was Robin. What is now? I don't know. Yeah, what's now? It's it's (laughs) and.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah, so I'm sorry uh
3: yeah you should be I
0: th- that's that's right uh, it for board games there's a copy of hero quest here that i've been meaning to play for the last several weeks and i haven't played it yet but i am keen I'm to. Jarvis, that's not an point. excuse
2: not doing your homework
0: i'm sorry yeah. um i've been too busy playing final fantasy 14. Well, while, stop the- it. while i could get on <laughs> through the queues uh, stop it i finished you can, play, of
1: you you can
2: play all of hero quest while you're waiting to get into final fantasy 14. That's-
0: almost certainly true Uh, yeah I've now finished that expansion Uh, I have multiple level 90 characters and uh, now I listen to lo-fi remixes of the music on YouTube so there we go let's move on
2: Matt Jarvis (laughs) I will say you are being called out in
0: chat oh yeah I saw that Sarah uh, to yes so for for editorial integrity I will say that uh, my wife Sarah uh, in chat (laughs) says that she did do better She did better at the word all today than me. Um, it took me all six guesses to get there, and I, I only I'm, just got it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to lose this one. I'm <laughs> playing it now, and I, I'm not doing well. Um,
0: I don't know if they're getting tougher, or if I'm just getting worse, because I'm finding them harder <laughs> yeah. each day. You're um, aging.
2: That's the
0: that's the thing. You're just getting older. What day after day, yeah. just <laughs> a, a measurable yeah. drop in yeah. my ability to Wordle. Wordle
1: sucks um, out the life force from everyone. That's that's
0: the plan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, looking at Twitter, that very much seems to be the feeling. Is that you're either playing Wordle or you're complaining about people who're <laughs> playing yeah. Wordle and just I've blocking not, green squares. I've not
2: done anything. I mean, don't, I don't well, play Wordle. I don't care about Wordle. You, should, you should wordle. about on Twitter.
0: It takes, like, a few minutes. You know, I wake up and then yeah. I do a wordle, which sounds...
2: What <laughs> Jarvis, you know <laughs> what else it's takes... It's a wee
0: and a wordle. <laughs> That's the morning routine. huh? You
2: know what else takes a few minutes? No. Being crushed.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah,
2: it well, doesn't mean that. I want to do it.
3: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I don't know how to uh, so For a tangent <laughs> but, yeah. So We'll just move on to news. Let's move
2: on. Um,
0: everyone. Uh, I forgot to mention at the top, uh, I actually forgot to pull podcast questions for this week. So if you're in chat and you've got some questions for us about well, anything you want, really, about board games, about RPGs, if you just want to let us know what you played over the holidays, drop it into chat. And yeah. at the end of the show, we'll pick some out. Uh, also, hello to M. Parlo, who is in chat and who is a hello, contributor of ours. Hello. Hi. Hope you're doing well. Happy New Year. Alright, on to news. There's a few things that happened over the holiday break um, which we should chat about. So, let's Mm. do that. First of all, there is a Dark Souls tabletop RPG on the way Mm. from Steamforged uh, who you may remember from making Dark Souls the board game and also Dark Souls the card game Mm. and also other things.
2: Other things. Other video game related. Yeah, Resident
0: Evil games and Horizon Zero Dawn monster hunter they've they've had quite the output over the last few years of video game adaptations and this is the next one uh so alex Meehan, we don't know loads about this right we just kind of know it exists it's coming yes
2: i don't know why you said alex Meehan.
0: you wrote the story (laughs) i
1: forgot (laughs) oh it's me okay i'm up (laughs) I'm off everyone. Uh, I mean, if you, if you <laughs> want time to think about it, me and I will just say No, like, no, I, don't. I got the wordle.
3: <laughs> I did. I did, I did nice.
1: it. I, uh, it took me to the last one, but I did it. Did you just Excellent. do it while we were doing this podcast? Yes, I did.
0: <laughs> <Div>? That's wordle. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? I just That's one But uh, Your you
2: know.
1: attention. I was
2: paying attention. <laughs> we're talking about. Um Gets yeah. the back of the class, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the Dark Souls RPG <laughs> is coming. Uh, yeah, as Matt said, it's it's coming from Steam Forged Games who have done RPG stuff in the past, mainly like miniatures and yeah, and adventures, to like, go alongside yeah that. And adventures.
0: I don't, as far as I remember, they haven't done a standalone RPG yet, right? No, this is not the really. first.
2: This is the first uh, big IP, obviously. People enjoy Dark Souls. I don't play it, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, as far as I know, it's a game where you die a lot, and there is uh, a tall one, uh, and there's a, a big tall... one.
0: A t- and oh, you're talking about you. All Seen and Smo.
2: That's the one. There's yeah. a lot
0: of people. Yeah, we would. I think we mentioned this on the the Root Let's Play yesterday, but. There are people that either whisper things kind of mysteriously, mm. or yeah. people that just kind of grunt and are very gruff. And those are that's like the two Dark Souls
3: yeah.
2: characters. Yeah. There's there's the weird goblin like people.
0: Mm. Or oh, there's. i gonna push you down a hole. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Or there's. You're seeking big boys. the King. Uh,
0: there's big boys.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's one or the other. Um, uh, yeah. So there are very few details about this. Uh... Role-playing game available, thanks, Steam Forge. Uh, 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 it's coming to Kickstarter, um, I believe.
0: I, for one, am shocked.
2: Uh, oh, I think it's coming to Kickstarter. I, I imagine it is. Um, don't quote me on that.
0: <laughs> I mean, all of Steam no video game adaptations have come to Kickstarter. I think so. Yeah, it's probably. It coming would to be Kickstarter. very surprising if this didn't.
2: But yeah. Um, I mean, the Avatar RPG did extremely well last year. Mm. Uh, then it, it's the new thing, uh, licensed RPGs.
0: It is, yeah, the new old thing. Uh, I think there was a Dark Souls tabletop RPG that was released only in Japan several years That's ago. That's weird. But this is obviously the first major or like wide, like um, worldwide release of uh, a top RPG. And I'm I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I've had some thoughts on the Dark Souls RPG. Yeah. You can read them on the site. Uh, thanks can. for the emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, please, and... please, <laughs> <politely>. yeah,
2: please, please, <laughs> politely. Please politely read them. Mm-hmm. And... Look, the yeah. internet
0: has some thoughts and so did I. But I think, <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls, it lends itself to an RPG pretty easily because it is just kind of gothic fantasy. Mm. Um, I think what will be interesting about this is whether they manage to capture the kind of the stuff that really makes Dark Souls stand out, which is the gameplay stuff, is kind of the the storytelling, which is very sparse, and so mm. that being translated to a tabletop RPG feels a bit odd, yeah, because. Yeah, like, how how are you going to do that? Is the GM just going to offer two words every 20 minutes and then you have to spend an hour researching on Wikipedia what that actually means? They're
2: they're just like, you're going through a place and they're like, oh, there's someone over there. And, like, the first time they start saying weird cryptic stuff, you're like, oh, this is fun, this is unique. And then, like, the tenth time that you encounter someone like that, you're just like, I'm I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. please tell me what's going on and what I need to know.
0: What's the uh, tabletop equivalent of having to read all the text on the loading screen to understand the importance of something?
2: <laughs> so the, the the GM holds up a piece of paper with that written on and just like lets you read it for a bit.
0: Sends you messages in between sessions. Yes, in your <laughs> uh, you're in
2: the, you're just gone. You go to the toilet and then you get a message.
0: Yeah. So I I mean I personally because I think I'm perhaps the biggest Souls fan on the team. Um, I think so,
1: yeah. No, I've yeah. never played it, I don't think. I have them... made a little tiny bit of the first played one a little bit. and I am frustrated, okay. so I, I... still <laughs> <That's laughs> have <how's laughs> That's why I've not yeah. played them. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: so I'm yeah, I'm I'm mostly intrigued. I have I am on record as very much not liking the board game that was based on Dark Souls, and I think because they did a very bad job of capturing what makes that game interesting. And it's worth saying that there are a lot of indie RPGs that have come out. We've written about them on the site. They've come out over the last few years that have basically tried to capture what Dark Souls is. Uh, And because they're indie RPGs, like some of them are just one shots, they kind of lend themselves to that quite sparse, Mm. broad, you know, you can have a single sentence that's like, you are the chosen unkindled. Mm. And that works in that context. And then trying to imagine a large, kind of stocky book that you might pay 50 quid for on Kickstarter is a very different kind yep. of offering i think but with
2: miniatures of course
0: yeah but steamforge does also have a pretty good track record in more recent years um like i like the resident evil games i think the monster hunter board game is good the animal adventure stuff is fun i think horizon was not well received so mm. that seems like a bit of a, a stickier point but generally i think they've come a long way since the dark souls board game uh, all those years ago so yeah I will see cautiously intrigued
2: <laughs> yeah we'll
0: see uh, the one thing we can guarantee is it will make money, almost certainly. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Well, All right, what else? Uh, the cho- The chopper's moving away from Dark Souls land. I don't yes, know what, it, please, what the place God. is called. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, Alex, Mian, why didn't you tell us about the new game from the designer of Carcassonne?
2: Ah, Carcassonne. A wee wee. Well, not me.
3: Yeah,
2: I'll do that. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Carcassonne designer uh, please excuse me for this Klaus Jürgen Fried Uh, I hope I did that right Mm -hmm. Uh, has made a new game called Fire and Stone it actually has quite it looks like it has quite a few similarities to Carcassonne Uh, it's like a prehistoric game where you're playing humans as they venture out uh, across the rest of the world from what was the continent of Africa I think it's, like, set during a time w- in which, like, the whole world was basically just one landmass. Uh, pana Gaia? Kind of Gaia. yeah. Yeah. Um, you need to turn over these different tiles, and they have various things on them, uh, such as, like, resources, or, like, things to eat, or, like, a place for you to build somewhere, uh, or, like, hunt animals and things like that and there are other little bits like there's a special cave that has like a challenge that you can do on it if you can find it and the layouts are all different every single time and the tiles are randomized uh so it does kind of seem like a just another sort of not obviously in carcassonne you're placing tiles uh but it has similar vibes in the fact that you're sort of traversing a space a little bit <laughs> <laughs> It seems like what a chilled out beginner game. Uh, Fire and Stone. Uh, and it's set to come out uh, in January, uh, so That's the 15th.
0: Now. Next what? week.
2: Yeah. Oh, they, they don't mess about. Yeah. No. Uh, Pegasus Spiel, I believe
0: yeah um yeah this is i feel like this is another stone age we've seen quite a lot of stone age games mm, mm, it seems, it seems, seems to a be thing. A yeah the paleo yeah. obviously was last year mm, um and there a a few Domino others.
2: origins yeah.
0: yeah yeah um yeah i i honestly can't think of another game uh that klaus Rode has done
2: apart from <laughs> He's done a lot of Carcassonne expansions.
0: Yeah, I feel I know all, that. All like, similar to Klaus Huber, the designer of Katara. It's like, yeah. you know, when you're onto a good thing and then you, that. you pump out expansions for that thing,
1: mm.
0: uh, which, you know, fair enough, you know, get that, get that money, I suppose. Getting broke. Uh, so, yeah, to, to see uh, them moving on to yeah, something, something new else. is yeah. interesting. Uh, cool. But I, well, I guess we'll find out what it's like very soon.
3: Indeed.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, this last one, which I just wanted to mention, kind of in passing, because it's
3: yeah,
2: it's yeah. an
0: intriguing one. It's
3: weird.
2: Um,
0: yeah. So, I mean, you also wrote this story about the new game uh, from Corey Kanishka, uh of of Eldritch Horror and Mansions of Madness and Star Wars Rebellion fame.
2: Got a pedigree, yeah, mm. Um Yeah, they they've just they've co-designed and all designed some pretty big games, and then they launched their own studio. Called Unexpected Games, and they brought out The Initiative, which I'm not sure we played, but they seem to get a good We do have
0: a review on the site from yeah, Sam Nelson, I think. So
2: I think it was relatively well received.
0: Yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: Um, well, they've announced their the next game that they're putting out and they are designing, which the name is just not good. I'm just going out there. Um it's got disturbing connotations that i don't know maybe other people wouldn't see but i instantly thought of uh it's called voices in my head oh it's that yeah. one yeah no, it's
1: not yeah it's that thing. one
2: and to me that just has connotations with stuff around mental health um,
0: <sighs> yeah mm-hmm. which Particularly you know, given the theme as well is a bit
2: mm-hmm. yeah i mean the problem is the theme isn't the theme isn't too bad in terms of the fact that the the idea is that you play this person who is a defendant in court, and you control different aspects of their their brain. So you control their motor signals, you control their voice, etc., etc. Which at its core, I think is fine. Yeah. Like,
3: hmm.
2: like Bluebeard's Bride does something similar in the fact that you control, like, different aspects of a person's like personality or, or and it's kind of similar here, where you have hidden personalities that have their own kind of objectives, mm. which again is fine. Like personalities, I don't think is the problem. Yeah. I think it's the name itself that is just. Yeah. They, they say, could have we, called it something else. Okay, I don't think the theme
1: said, is the problem. It's it's just call it inside, inside out. Inside out. Yeah. Yeah. In, it sounds very. I reckon out.
2: Disney wouldn't come come. For them for
0: yeah. but, like, I mean, there are a million other things that you could call it. I think, you're right, it's like just that particular name is like evocative of a certain kind of yeah, like, yeah. stigma. Yeah, it's, a, it's like it an
2: insult I think that, yeah. that would be levied towards people with mental health. It's yeah, scary. and then the and, fact
0: that that character is also the defendant in this trial. Yeah. Uh, and then, that's combined with uh, some the what appears to be like in, insensitive yeah, artwork yeah. on yeah. the cover. Um, but it's just, yeah, there are just a lot of things about this game adding up where it's like, uh... It's
1: just like, just, just, how do you, like, surely you must run, you must get feedback, right? You have to, you have to show it to enough people before you put it out into the world, the right? The thing
2: is, you would be surprised about how many people in the industry mm. just don't think about these things. Like, the amount of times there'll be board game names and artwork and stuff that come out... And they just don't think about yeah. often because, and no offense to Kanishka, um, these games are often made by you know people who maybe aren't up to date with like mm-hmm. you know the the discourse, let's say, and they don't care to try and be perhaps, or they don't think it's important,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they they put something out with with all the good intentions in the world, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh dear, this is in poor taste. We've had that before, like. Um, I think we had that game come out or at least be announced the other year that was like uh, about um, like a virus that was spreading across the world. And you've got to. Uh, can you remember what it was, Matt? I can't remember. I specifically can't remember what the it name was, now, but, but I know the we one you mean. And, it it was... and we were like, it seems a bad taste. Like, surely you would just maybe change the theme? Like, changing the theme of a game depending on how far you're along. Is actually fairly straightforward most yeah. of the time because we most of the time the mechanics come first and the theme will come after. But with this, it's not. There's not like an overall feeling of ook. It's more like there are specific things about it that I'm like, you really should have maybe yeah. thought about this before putting a. The the only you know a woman there wearing like a a chong sam, yeah. which which you know people don't really wear them anymore <laughs> it's like a stereo it's a stereotype yeah and people have pointed that out on twitter uh the, the concept of the game sounds
0: yeah like, a, like like you say like, like an inside out game or a numbskulls game like whichever way yeah, you want to take it, oh yeah, my controlling God. different parts of like yeah, someone's of body and fine. having those be personified is like yeah but then i think when you attach it to this kind of like like what appears to be an insensitive thing. kind of titling and yeah insensitive framing of it it just it's a real shame because again like the concept is sound like the actual central theme of it is yeah. quite I hope good fun that... but it's the surrounding yeah do we i don't think that...
2: they will do anything but i hope that maybe they pay attention Reconsider. to the <laughs> feedback and maybe good. change the title at least and the art artwork or something depends whether they're going to do that but, i um... really
1: hope there isn't also like because because it's in, involved in like a courtroom scenario like there's always like connotations of like how um somebody might be labeled or something like i don't know it's just i really hope they really take care yeah
2: i'm hoping there's not too there, there's not like any you know references to like certain words like crazy or stuff like that yeah like, yeah, like that is just too far like given the
0: title that's that is the worry is that yeah. if that's yeah. the, if that's what they're marketing it with from the top it's like how far does that stuff filter down um but i guess we'll see do we have a release date on it at the moment uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm the looking here. It says Q1, head. so it's the next couple of yeah. months. So I would suspect that it's yeah, probably it might far be enough too along
2: far there. along, yeah, for them. To but who do knows if there's, they maybe if
0: there's enough of a response, um, which it appears to have been some, but yeah, it's just like you say, particularly in this day and age, to see kind of just if nothing else, just insensitive kind of approach to some of the stuff. Just, yeah, I don't think it doesn't it's that intentionally,
2: I just think it's mostly just ignorance so. yeah I'm just uh, not bothering to maybe think twice about something like that but yeah oh
3: well
0: yeah it's a shame uh but let's move away from that mm-hmm. and move on to uh what we plan to talk about this week uh, which is the stuff we're looking forward to in 2022 you know start of a new year there's a lot of stuff coming out uh there's some stuff that was meant to come out last year and is now coming hey. out this year instead um but I think just generally i wanted to to know what you're excited for whether it's a board game whether it's an rpg and hey if you're in the chat let's know what you're looking forward to yeah because we might have missed it or we might be excited for it ourselves
1: Yeah. Um, uh, can also, I also yes you might go ahead
0: oh are you you know you're gonna do the thing i'm gonna do I so you doing, do it and i'll well I'll pull this question
1: sure i will just say do my Dukes, thank you so much for joining dicebreaker plus Welcome. Yes, welcome.
0: It was the it was the promise of a cat's watch along yeah. that put them over <laughs> really the did edge. it for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. you gotta love it. But so, yeah, thank you so much. Um, there is a join button below if anyone fancies doing a similar thing. It's a nice yeah, update.
2: you should join it because then you can watch myself, Matt, mm. and Will's rhyme in agony yeah. as we are <laughs> presented with the horrifying images mm. uh, of cats. Mm. Uh, does anyone have any particularly strong urge to to start who, who um, wants to go
0: well i'll get the obvious out of the way and say i'm really excited for arcs collapse yeah. and conflict <laughs> in the void uh, which yeah is the new game from carl Worley of root and o fame which obviously i am a big fan of um and yeah arc sounds really interesting it's it, well kind of described it as the the odd ideas that didn't fit into art uh, into oaf sorry uh and that in itself is exciting but what's also really exciting is it's designed to be played as kind of very short campaigns so kind of like four or five hours and those campaigns are broken into individual episodes but because they are self-contained campaigns compared to Oath, which just kind of rolls and rolls and rolls and the world changes and it always just keeps going the idea is here that you can get really wild with the decisions and kind of the The impact that the players are having on the world and the story, because at the end of four or five hours, you just start afresh. So it's kind of partly inspired by roguelikes. It's got ideas from Oaf and its Chronicle System in there. Uh Worley said that it's his simplest game yet, so it's even simpler than Root or Oaf or Pax Pamere or any of that. Uh, And of course, Carl Farin's back to do the artwork. It's a sci fi game, which I don't think Worley has done before. I can't I don't remember Farin doing any really like sci fi artwork either so i'm just yeah i'm really excited for it that's kickstarting i think in the first quarter of this year
3: mm.
2: uh, but
0: yeah i'm obviously on board
2: yeah so am i i'm very excited because i have also like yourself become a cole Worley stan <laughs> uh yeah look, really looking forward to arts. um uh the board game that i'm most looking forward to this year is familiar tales which okay. is due to to come from um, the the designer of Mice and Mystics is Jerry Hawthorn, Uh and Plaid Hat, who I am really on board with Plaid Hat these days because they uh, became independent uh, and yet they're still firing out, it seems the big big old uh, co-op narrative driven board games like Dead of Winter, Mice and Mystics, Stuff Fables etc. Uh, you were a big fan of Forgotten Waters, which they Ooh. put out literally just yeah, after Forgotten they...
0: fantastic.
2: That was their first game that they put out after they became independent. Uh, Wheels loves the Summoner Wars 2nd Edition, um, which they also put mm. out after they became independent. It just kind of feels like they're on a roll at the moment. And I'm just like, you know what, Plaid Hat? You go. You go, girl. Because... <laughs> <laughs> <You go girlfriend. laughs> Mm-hmm. The fact that they've managed to secure their independence uh, and um, they're not going by Kickstarter, they're, they're putting things out fully retail. And like Familiar Tales is um, another co-op game by Hawthorne, Fantasy Fiend, um, with miniatures and everything and an app as well. Uh, and like you said, the Forgotten Waters app is really good mm,
0: it is um, yeah it is really really good and so even the Summoner wars digital edition you know for what is now an independent company yeah
2: the fact that uh, they're, they're putting things. out this
0: really kind of top quality stuff
3: yeah
2: it just feels like plaid hat are just going against everything that i hate <laughs> about the industry <laughs> which is like of you, man. the, the, the over reliance on crowdfunding mm. and like you know just just going with the safest option possible and familiar tales um is a game where you play four characters the, the designs of them are really charming there's like a fox a, a froggy uh, a fairy and like a stone stone one <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh and a stone one, one. Oh, yeah, a stone stone one. one. Mm-hmm. and they all have their own unique decks that you can then Um, customised throughout the game as you sort of gain experience etc Uh, and obviously there's combat involved you're fighting against an evil sorcerer who's taken over the land etc which you know is nothing like new, nothing we've not seen before but the fun for me the intriguing part is that you're also looking after this young ward who is the rightful heir to the throne blah 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 Uh, but the things you do, the choices that you make like affect how she views the world and what she potentially is going to do if she gets back into power. And I think that I, you know, you've seen that in video games a lot. Like, it, it, it's been done before. But board games, I feel like this this is a thing I've not seen before, at least. Uh, and it just adds more implications onto the narrative choices that you're hopefully going to make throughout the game. And they've also got some really interesting people to do the voice acting on the app as well including oh. justin mcelroy and pro zd and chim oh. schafer from double fine <laughs> <laughs> um it just feels like they're going for it with this and i believe chase did chase have an opportunity to give it a look over? Wanted- to did I can't remember if the... he did get to
0: play it in the end at PAX Unplugged, mm. yeah. Uh, but yes, finally the genre of dad games comes to Dad games, board games. comes to board games, yeah. exactly.
2: Um, I'm excited about that one.
1: Uh, Liv, are you excited about any board games? Uh, I am indeed. I'll just say um, quickly that in the chat, as mentioned, Final Girl uh, which they managed to play at packs unplugged and, plugged, and uh, they uh, said it seems like one that i would enjoy i agree that seems like one i would enjoy um so i'm gonna have to take a little uh, look at that but also i'm looking forward to so you've been eaten um
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah which looks which is like a great know this name was. it's gotta be yeah, said like, it. it's an incredible title yeah. <laughs> um by Ludie games i think uh ludy Ludi.
0: Um, Ludi creations maybe Ludi
1: creations yes um and uh yeah so it is what it sounds like you are like you've been eaten by a big space monster um and you have to collect crystals before you are digested um and the art looks so good like that's yeah the immediately art really good. i was like oh my god um and uh yeah like i i don't even know that much about it but i was just like oh that's that's for me that is um, <laughs> um yeah so that's something i'm interested in um there is also a vampire the masquerade board game coming out this year i think maybe um i'm not sure but i
2: there have been a lot of them yeah. so i i can't remember all of them <laughs> one is this, of them. so there
0: many. Was one we saw at essen is it chapters
2: yes i think so it might be chapters yeah, yeah. i think
0: is it horrible guild the um oh. king's dilemma folks i think are making one i can't remember yeah. uh I know there are, there are a few floating around, but yes, this. So
1: yeah, I'm intrigued because obviously there's like you know a ton of like well masquerade RPGs and stuff. Um, so an actual board game, I'm I'm intrigued by that. So that yeah, those are the main things I'm I'm really, I'm really thinking of. Yeah.
3: Nice. What about
2: yeah. RPGs, everyone? Do, do we are we excited about any role playing games coming out this year, Mister Jarvis?
0: Uh, I'll jump in and say Yaziba's Bed and Breakfast, uh, which we had a piece on the site uh, a couple of months like towards the end of last year about, um, which is kind of, so it's from the folks who made Wanderhome and it's kind of billed as being this episodic, it's like part RPG, part legacy game uh, in that you play through sessions and then depending on things that you achieve during those sessions, you can unlock different chapters down the line and it centers around a bed and breakfast Uh, So guests pass through, there are kind of like more long term residents who are there. And the tone is kind of billed as being a bit like Studio Ghibli. So it's a little bit Mm -hmm. spirited away, you're kind of helping out. Um, But also like a little bit of Moomins in there as well. it! Um, It just sounds very kind of wholesome and pleasant in a way that wonder home was but i didn't necessarily get on as much with the format of wonder home yeah like it just needed a bit more direction structure structure. yeah so i'm hoping that like having that legacy element in there and having this kind of episodic feel
3: Mm.
0: really kind of does it for me because i like i love the look of it i love the kind of idea of it i really like the idea of mixing that kind of ongoing progression of a legacy game with a with a role-playing game so mm. yeah you has been breakfast from possum creek games yeah. uh i am looking forward to
1: live um I, I i i can't wait for the full avatar legends to, to
0: come out mm. Oh yeah and the, like, in the summer now yeah
1: so um I, like i think that i will like genuinely put together like a, a team and, <laughs> and play it with them uh whether i'm gming or not um uh to to play the full version so that's i know we've talked about it at length and we've got um a three-part um uh, let's play um of the of the quick start on the channel which you can check out if you would like to see more of it but yeah i'm, I'm very intrigued um about what the full version will be so yeah so Tiny bit a bit of a cop out, but but
0: I'm very excited about it. Yeah. No, I'd like I'm fully with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, partly I because I really want to see what they do with the other settings as well. Because mm-hmm. I think they're in the main book, but the different kind of eras. So there's like, is it Kyoshi? There's um, like Hundred Year War as well. Obviously, there's Ang, and then there's Korra. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really intrigued to see how they kind of what they do with those different settings and how they kind of expand on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, just mm. just pump more Cora and Uncle Iroh into my veins yes. all day, every day. <laughs> like, is is are you
1: able to play? Uh, it's been a while. Are you able to play like um, a, a tinkerer, like an an Asami? Are you able to play that in the quick start? Yes, not? you are. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really want. To yes, play that. you
2: are. <laughs> presumably, you play it in Cora's era, mm-hmm. but yeah, there is like a technology mm-hmm. class that you can play as. Yeah. So, yeah, you can be a zombie.
0: I hope they add, like, pro-bending rules as well.
3: Oh, that'd be so cool! Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. Talking of Mm -hmm. pro-bending, the role-playing games I'm looking forward to are this year. Um, There's one called Fight with Spirit, which I covered last year, the Kickstarter campaign. And it's coming out this year, and I really hope they make it widely available, even if it's just a PDF. Uh, because it is a role-playing game inspired by sports anime, which I can take all of it. Uh, but more specifically, it's inspired by such films as 2000's Bring It On, <laughs> which which is a masterpiece. And I still can't find a way of watching it uh, for some reason. It's oh really, is home. it just not
0: on streaming services?
2: nowhere. Like, I, I can't watch it anywhere. It's the
0: government. The government, the government don't want you to watch are... 2000s Bring It On.
2: They're stopping me from watching Bring It On.
0: They know is... what it could do. Yeah, it gets you too radicalized.
2: Yeah, like a radicalizer. Yeah. Um, it's essentially a role playing game where you're playing a team, like a sports team uh, of your choice basketball, um, ice hockey, I think are, are the ones supported in the game. I think there are more to come potentially. Um, and it's like a mixture of your classic sports narrative of narratives of like, oh, there's this underground team are they gonna make it? oh there's the rival team, oh they're full of jerks, but maybe one of them that that's that's you know affable it's it's like those classic, yeah, those storylines that are just the thing I like about it especially is that it, it understands like the drama is as important as like. Mm-hmm the sports bit Mm. like uh and it fully embraces all of that also the artwork is really good matthew jarvis it does
0: look great i am just i can't even begin to describe how excited i am for the idea of being able to just play haiku as a uh Mm. as an rpg because haiku is just incredible Mm -hmm. uh but an rpg that could feasibly let you recreate both cool runnings and haiku within the same system Oh, is... I
1: would like to also pop She's the Man in there. I'm going to recreate that one. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other
2: role playing games I'm excited about are uh, there's one called Flabbergasted, which I also covered last year. That was on Kickstarter. Yes, this
0: is. I kept spotting this and just kept thinking, this just looks like Alex, me, and the RPG. <laughs> it's kind of like. Trussy looking like Victorian women, like with umbrella, like it's every RPG character you've ever played, yeah. but in an RPG that is designed for that yeah. rather than in the middle of space fighting an alien.
2: Yeah. Um. So in this uh, RPG, it's it's like inspired by classic British comedy, uh, like Forty Towers, uh, Black Adder, brackets. Jeeves and Wooster, which is uh, a show that most people wouldn't know about and shouldn't know about, but I know about because my mum used to watch it a lot.
0: Stephen Fry and it is you, Laurie. Laurie,
2: Yeah, Uh, it's basically the concept of the wealthy socialites of the early twentieth century are fools, where you you're able to play as sort of different classes. When I say class, I mean literally. So, like, yeah, hey, uh, you can play as like uh, an enter, like an entrepreneur, or like as a member of the, the the upper class, or as even as as someone who who is maybe working for the the upper class, who kind of we find their way into the the society through that way. But the concept of it is like this is ridiculous (laughs) the upper classes are are either idiots or or like slimy Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, and it's just all about kind of rather than celebrating uh, oh uh, the the luxuries the luxuries of being wealthy etc it's more like well (laughs) these people really don't deserve this do they um so I love the idea of that because I, yeah, I get to basically play a character that I always want to play, which is a foppish <laughs> Uh And then the other RPG I'm excited about is the Blade Runner RPG. Mm. Uh, I know there are a lot of licensed role playing games coming out this year. There are more being announced. It is the hot new thing. Um, and it, it's already feeling very exhausting um, but <laughs> if there was ever a license that I would be on board with it's it's Blade Runner because Blade Runner and 2049 are two of my favourite films of all time uh, and uh, Free League are baiting it Free League Publishing and they have a good track record of adapting things into RPGs such as Alien, also one of the greatest films ever made um, don't at me <laughs> uh and uh also it's set very specifically between the first film and the second film so they're not trying to just ride on like the the specific characters or narratives of either of those selves they're like deliberately putting it in a time period that's a bit more hazy uh which is ideal for you know players to fill in the gaps themselves um also the artwork just evokes the feeling of Blade Runner so well already and I've only seen like two pieces of it but I'm already like oh mm. it's,
3: the the it's the thing I'm pointing at the screen
2: it's <laughs> the thing that I like <laughs> so there you go oh
0: cool. all right uh very quickly I'll pull some some pick some because we've had quite a few people saying what they they're looking mm. forward to and it just shows you how much is coming out this year. <laughs> A lot of it overlaps with us. So David Gillum points out The Endless Winter, Paleo Americans, and Beast Kickstarters. Mm-hmm. Scott Perkins is looking forward to Nemesis Lockdown. Oh! Uh, Charlie Effridge Nunn is looking forward to Trophy Gold, City of Winter, and Yazeba's Ben Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Great choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as the re-expansion. Um, as you mentioned, Rangipol played Final Girl recently. Um, David Leonard Flanagan's looking forward to Vampire the Masquerade chapters. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Scott Perkins mentions, so you've been eating again. I'm just scanning through. Salvage uh, Union,
2: yeah. which Salvage Union, that was covered. the other one I
0: for, yeah. And Slug Blaster as well mentioned here, um, which is kind of another sports sports game. Uh, and we just saw that skateboarding game announced by Pandasaurus, yeah. right? Skate so, sp- mm, sports, sports, yeah, sports, and adaptations of movies from 30 years ago, the yeah, prevailing the theme in 2022. Mm-hmm. uh
2: historic times (laughs) Uh,
0: let's move on and do a couple of questions before we close out this week's podcast Uh, if you've got a question for the Dicebreaker podcast you can email us (gasps) email address that definitely works this year Uh, it's podcast at dicebreaker.com you can also find us on twitter at join dicebreaker or hey if you're watching live just chuck it in the chat and we will pick it up Uh, Liv would you like to read this one from Weyhan Lim please
1: i can Whoop. yep absolutely okay um uh wehan lim says play cheating moth Icarus point salad nova luna fleet uh also the question is <laughs> itself is how do you find a balance between players when playing a gm-less rpg
0: uh it's a good question it's a very good question uh, yeah i will say personally i don't have loads of experience of gm-less rpgs because they obviously tend to be mm-hmm not as common as just more traditional hey someone's the GM I think I mentioned one home earlier that's a, an RPG that doesn't have a GM and I think I sometimes struggle with that structure because I think you need that kind of trust between the players to know when to step in and kind of when to take control of the story um so I, I can't, I think I would find it much more difficult to play a GMLS RPG with a group of players that I didn't quite know, mm. because when you're having to kind of share responsibility and it's like, are they going to take this spread and run with it in the way that I hope they do? Um, it's like it's like um improv It's <laughs> like
2: improv comedy. Yeah, exactly. If you're not experienced in doing improv, um, then it can be a real struggle. Yeah. Not because it is that yeah it is that collaboration, and I'm similar to Matt in the sense that I've not really played many GMless role playing game games <laughs> uh, Wonder Home again was it was nice, but I struggled as well, and I genuinely think it's it's more of a me problem I just don't think I like the GMless structure just it doesn't it doesn't fit what I get on with. It's kind of like how I'm not huge a huge fan of video games that don't have a very strong like aim or purpose to them. Uh, I like that structure that that having a, a game master provides. Like I definitely prefer role-playing games that are lighter on rules because I think they allow for more role-playing and narrative focus but I do think I prefer to play with a game master because yeah they just provide that structure that I think allows me to kind of have the best experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Live thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah no I, I agree well yeah because I, I haven't really played GM less before I can't even think off the top of my head, other gm this RPG, uh, right now, but, um, uh, I, I also enjoy the, the GM having the reins, um, mostly because, uh, I like, I like the idea that there are things at work that I don't know about, and, like, I, I like there being an overarching story that we are just kind of, like, playing into i like that the fact that they will be like world building i mean you can well build between yourselves obviously mm. but i like the mystique that having a gm offers you know i i yeah it's just like it's it's a tall order for a gm to, if they're really putting you know all their effort into it to like you know create a world that people are excited about but like when it's done really well like i really appreciate it and i try to do the same mm-hmm. for others
2: um, mm. Or yeah. Orandrafall says I like GMless but prompt based, mm. like Alice is missing Icarus. Uh, we played Icarus and I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. So maybe it's the case of, I think a GMless with plenty of prompts would, mm. would, would be fine like yeah. i just think it's when you're left sort of floundering and be like, ah,
0: yeah. like i think it it does depend on the experience you're after right and i think it's uh, making sure the whole group knows kind of
3: mm-hmm.
0: that is like live i agree with it. it's like i think one of the nice things about having a gm is like there is a mystery to it as a player it's like you don't know what's around that corner as you come up to it mm-hmm. whereas it can be a lot of pressure if you're all kind of responsible and if someone adds in something that you don't particularly like with mm-hmm. gmless you kind of have to roll with it because That's that game. You have, you know, you need to be accepting, and you should do that in all RPGs. Mm -hmm. But particularly where, like, once someone said something, it's part of that world, Um, and it's like a lot of stuff coming together rather than sometimes a more cohesive vision of one person, which can be good and bad.
1: Yeah, I will say it's it's nice um, if you're somebody who often ends up being a GM. This can be a nice break from that Mm -hmm. for people. So that that in that respect, I, I think that it is something that
2: but i mean i would try and encourage as many people as possible to, to try out being a game master yeah um obviously some people just outright don't want to do it which is fine mm. uh, it is stressful sometimes it's scary. And obviously the spotlight mm. is on you and if you you're not into that then that's fine but a lot of the time there's just barriers being put in place that that just you you know like that that scariness of oh no what if i mess up and everything and to be honest the more you do it the better you get it yeah, that's true. just like and the if, nature of
1: it yeah and even if even if you do things that like are a bit stupid that's always what i always worry about just like doing stuff and people are like no, <laughs> no that doesn't make sense if, and if, i'm like if your players are, it another way. <laughs> if, if your players are a decent sort then they yeah. should just be like yeah. yeah
2: they'll just go with it um mm-hmm. yeah they shouldn't Constantly be calling you out, etc. Yeah,
0: there's nothing worse than like throwing an idea forward and having people just like stamp over or invalidate it for without at least without explanation of like, oh, that might not quite work here or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like build on it, and expand it, but just having someone like shut you down, like that's yeah. a quick way to have someone never want, a GM want to GM. to do
1: it again. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah, just don't don't do that. Yeah, if you think it's <laughs> um, silly, doesn't matter. Just go
1: with it; it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Look, if you've ever watched uh, any of our RPGs, you'll know that a lot of setting ideas is absolutely how i think most of us play rpgs here yeah it's like okay. just
1: uh, so have fun is, with
0: it like this I, way or that
1: if you want to watch if you haven't watched the our honey heist rpg playthrough uh which i gm'd
0: <laughs> oh it was so good liv you were fantastic <laughs> you way. were such a good gm thank you very
1: much um uh <laughs> but yeah no that was that was a lot of silly kind of like throwing things in the <laughs> wall
0: <walking>. so ridiculous <laughs> so, yeah, uh,
1: check that out if you want to
0: uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. I think we can take a couple more before we close out. Uh, Alex Meehan, would you like to read Hello. this one from Scribo Uh In a
2: tabletop role-playing game, do you play characters that are comfortable to you or do you play characters that will challenge you in mm-hmm. some way? Fun
1: Good question. question. Yeah, that's
0: great. Uh, who wants to go first?
1: I can, I can do it if you want. Yeah, go
0: for it, Liv. All right.
1: Um now I have to think about it. Uh, moment, <laughs> um, I would like to think that I I play characters that challenge me. Like, for example, I play a lot of bards. I play bards fairly often, and I I get tongue tied so often, so so often as a person. Um, so having to like you know play a character who is charming and is like. Um, able to get their point across really easily and like, charm. yeah, like that. I, I, and also I find, see, I didn't even finish that sentence, that's how bad I am at putting things into words, but like, it, I find that like when you challenge yourself to do stuff, when you actually get into that character's mindset, you are able to do it, um, which is like a fun method characterization thing. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I, I like to think I put myself out of my comfort zone. I also like, I do like to make sure I'm playing not like a reskin of like the same character each time and make them mm. really quite distinct from one another. Well, I like to think I do that anyway. So yeah, no, I, 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 unless it's just kind of like a an easy game that you're playing, just like a really relaxed game, but then I'll probably bring back the same character that I've played for ages. But yeah, I like to, like to branch out myself, yeah.
3: Mm.
2: Um, I guess it depends what you mean by challenge. Like, mm. I won't. I mean, I'm not going to play characters that have done uh, very morally questionable <laughs> things, or, or like, I don't play characters that are just, like, you know, unlikable. Mm. Um, but I do try and play characters that have had experiences that I have not had. Mm. Uh, but I try to use my understanding of those things and my experiences to inform that. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I play characters who have lost yeah. people, or who have you know made made mistakes, or um, you know have flaws that have caused things to go wrong in their lives, and you know I. Obviously, it's on a scale that I've never experienced in real life before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I try and challenge myself to play these characters because essentially role-playing is the closest thing I will ever get to actually
1: acting in my life.
0: Oh, <laughs> so, Never say so, never. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: We, we produce videos. We can act in them if we want to. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, also, I, I, I will say that um, I feel like every single character you play has... Like I stand by the fact that they will have a flaw and something like good about you You like it it, like like an aspect of you like both good (laughs) and bad they always have like (laughs) Like yeah, that's just I think that's just always what I build my character around without even thinking about it But yeah,
2: yeah Yeah, I think it's so important to have characters there is a fine balance to be made between having characters that are flawed and having characters that are just outright the
3: right. worst to
2: be around, yeah. and sometimes it's very easy to fall into that trap. Um, uh, but also, it's no one wants to witness a story with a character that has no flaws, mm-hmm. because that is not an interesting story. Yeah. Because character arcs is like the best thing about narrative and storytelling, really. Uh, so. I always try and design characters from the ground up to be like, okay, what's this thing about them that, that you know, that it's holding them back? <laughs> uh, what do they need to overcome? Um, there you go. Mr. Jarvis. Uh,
0: yeah, I think, like, a lot of my characters end up being... Almost gimmicky, but that's just the way that I work is because I need something to focus on. To latch on to. Like, yeah, I, and then I'll kind of build out from that. So I guess the challenge for me is like making them more than a gimmick. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I definitely <laughs> played characters where afterwards I'm like, I didn't really know what to do with that. I uh, <laughs> just kind of stumbled around. And then other times it really works out. Uh, like I'll say for that Honey Heist playthrough, I didn't have time to really think about anything. Yeah. Obviously, it's Honey Heist as well. Went in with like, the most kind of one note thing of like i'm a bear this is what i do Mm -hmm. uh the voice was an of the moment thing and then that kind of like led the rest of it and that's a nice feeling very
1: good character
0: it felt like it came together right it's like and that's partly because of the other players because dm all of that um i think sometimes you also (laughs) yeah it's like sometimes all the pieces fit together and sometimes they don't and i've played i've definitely had characters where i'm like oh like i've ended up in a place where I wish I'd done something else with this character, or like taken it in a different, slightly I different direction. And it's hard to pull out of that. But
2: yeah. it's very difficult and scary mm-hmm. to, especially sometimes when we're doing, when we're we're playing games together. Mm-hmm. It can be very scary and difficult to take, to take it that step towards taking it, not like seriously serious, but like yeah. getting in that mindset. Getting yeah, getting in yeah, that in that mindset yeah. because. Because having it be, like, a joke, like, very funny all the time is, is fantastic. Mm. And we love humour. We definitely love doing that. But also it is, it is a it is a much more comfortable place to be in yeah. because you're like, eh, like, you like know, that. like, mm. yeah, this is this when you start taking it seriously, it, the, the, the chance of it, be going wrong or like coming across not the way that you intend it to is a lot higher yeah. so you are yeah. like afraid of 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 taking that step and it's not necessarily a step you always need to take um but i do think some of the best role-playing experiences i've ever had have been like when i've been willing when i've been able to take that step into like there is fun here there's jokes and, stuff, and that's not going away but also I am taking this seriously like I am definitely because then you end up making someone that that is easy to get
1: invested in absolutely yeah and like I think as well without giving away any spoilers or any more contacts. It's something we've been thinking about a lot recently to do with character yeah. creation for a certain D and D show that may or yeah. may not happen yeah. soon.
0: We got we got big plans for for twenty twenty two, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It's like sometimes it's also this job, right? It's like we play something for an hour or like three episodes, and you yeah. want the audience to be entertained. You can't count on people to care about a character that they've mm-hmm. only watched for half an hour so far. Yeah. So sometimes it's just easy to be like,
2: also, it's exhausting.
0: Yeah. To like, <laughs> like to come up with it it emotionally invest
2: yourself in yeah this this back this deep you know this yeah. this backstory that drives who this person is and this, yeah. you can't mm. we can't do that for every single role-playing game
1: that we yeah, do the here the i can't write seven
0: pages of law uh, for some the bear uh, <laughs> i i read it but yeah <laughs> uh,
1: right.
0: all right let's very it. quickly do this one from troost because uh it's a new year and so troost who's been a member of best for two months thank you very much for your support uh asked has anyone got any gaming New Year's resolutions they inevitably won't keep Mm. so we'll go very quickly around the table and say gaming New Year's resolution mine is that I want to play more solo games and also more journaling RPGs because I meant to last year and then it didn't also RPGs powered by tarot cards because I bought a lovely set of tarot cards and then was too busy to use them for anything so Mm. I just looked at them occasionally went they're really nice Mm -hmm. yeah Love it I I I'll jump
1: in just quickly and say I want to do more rpgs and i want to play more um systems uh that i haven't played already like so i really want to play like you know uh blaze in the dark for the first time cyberpunk so 2077 like a bunch of um a bunch of stuff and i would like to gm more as well i think i could really get into it
0: yes agreed my new year's resolution is for live to do de- GM more. <laughs> uh,
1: you got it <laughs> uh, me. uh my
2: new year's resolutions are as follows uh, play the copy of Root I was given. This um, is also
0: a resolution I can get behind. <laughs> uh,
2: play more role-playing games. Uh, play more role-playing games in person. Yes. Oh. Um, uh, ooh, ooh, play uh, more games in general. <laughs> um, and also not get salty about root although that's already gone down
0: the toilet <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking of which Can't wait. uh we've come to the end of the dice break podcast we're off to go play root um
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that's so ready.
0: I'll, ties out with one last question from david Gillam, who asks any news on the new recruit uh and it's and not yet but hopefully very soon uh, oh we goodness. obviously had the christmas break so that's added a couple of weeks into the process but we are getting very close um, to bringing someone on board and it's very exciting and we hope for you to meet them. I'm not going to be uh, the newbie anymore! <laughs> <I'm ready. laughs> you have been oh, a newbie for a long child. time, Liam. You're old guard now, I welcome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's next time yeah, we've got a lot of exciting stuff planned. Um, we're looking forward to bringing it all to you. Uh, a wonderful audience, but for now this has been the first Dicebreaker podcast of 2022, Uh, it's been delighted as always to be joined by Liv Kennedy, thank you Liv for being here, thank you
1: for having me Uh,
0: Alex Meehan, thank you for joining us
1: Uh, it's
2: been a pleasure
0: (laughs) that's the 2022 spirit, I've been Matt Jarvis thank you for listening or watching, we'll be back next Friday, live from 2pm GMT, every Friday Uh, you can also go and check this out on iTunes and Spotify, places like that if you want but for now We hope you have a safe and happy start to 2022. Uh, We'll be back soon. But until we meet again, have a lovely day. Goodbye.